Welcome to the Compass Podcast, featuring Chris Shandro and the Compass team. We hope this message is just for you. Well, hello, everyone. I am bringing the message today, and we have been talking about uncertainty. And we've been going through the book of Matthew for like forever, and we're in Matthew 11. And we've been talking about what to do with our uncertainty. Uh, And last week, Chris talked so beautifully about what can we be certain of. And we can be certain that God is like Jesus, right? And he talked about how um, if you want to know what God is like, look to Jesus. If you're confused and uncertain about things, um, we can know that God is like Jesus. So look to Jesus. Uh, in the verses, uh, John 10, 30, it says, the Father and I are one. And in John 14, 9, uh, it says, Jesus says, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. And then in Colossians 2, 9, uh, it says, for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So if you want to know what God is like, look to Jesus. Which brings us to the next verse that I get to talk to you about. So when I was a kid, um, I grew up in the 80s and it was glorious. And there was this phenomenon. When this certain commercial came on, you were like, everybody be quiet, watch, look at this. And it was the California Raisins, right? And so whenever the California Raisins would come on, they were like, clay animation raisins who would sing the hits and they did Hardy's commercials and just raisin commercials and they were so good. And literally everybody, if you're in the room, you would stop, you would freeze and you would focus on the commercial, the California raisins, right? And they always sang the hits. They always, you know, your, your feet were moving, your hips were swaying if you're listening and watching the California Raisins. And uh, so, yeah, I've been listening to the California Raisins this week. Um, you know, it's been fun. But the California Raisins, you could count on them to always sing the hits. And the verse that we're going to talk about today, if Jesus had greatest hits, this verse would be one of Jesus' greatest hits. You've probably heard it and um, and know it well. So here it is. It's Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And here's what it says. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble at heart, And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. Isn't that a good one? Is that your favorite? It's one of my favorites. (laughs) Let's, Let's break it down. So it starts off and he says, Come to me, all, you are all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I think that's pretty sweet. There's no prerequisite. He just says, all, all of you, all of you who are weary. And I think that's all of us. I think we all get tired and, and I'm pretty sure we all have burdens that we bear, problems and struggles that we carry. 
And Jesus calls us all. Jesus calls all of us. No qualifications. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to be a certain income level. You don't have to be below a certain income level. He calls all of us. He doesn't discriminate. No race, no gender bias. Just, are you weary? And if you are, and if you got stuff you're carrying around that weighs you down, Jesus is calling you. I think that's pretty spectacular. All right, so come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. It's beautiful. We're all called, we're all included to the rest that Jesus gives. Now this next part is a little bit trickier. Pre says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. So looking at that, I, the yoke part, uh, that's a little weird. Um, but I'm gentle and humble at heart. I understand that. Jesus is gentle and humble. I mean, he's, he's kind. Jesus is kind. Jesus calls all of us, and he's kind. But now let's look at this yoke part. So I was doing some research this week, and Chris helped me come uh, dig down into this, and this is very cool. So the word yoke has a double meaning here. Now, whenever I've read this before or been taught it before, you know, you think about a yoke that binds two animals together to like pull a plow or something. And that you can understand, like a yoke that fits better, would be more comfortable for the animals. Like, okay, I can kind of understand that, but I've never carried a yoke. And so it's like, I mean, okay, fine. But, but in looking into this more, there's a double meaning in the yoke. So now, in ancient times, Jewish rabbis, they would refer to the yoke of the law, right? The law, the Old Testament, you know, has all of these hundreds and hundreds of rules that you got to follow. And, and they would refer to the yoke of the law. And they said that it was a necessary burden that leads to a wise life. And they would speak of placing the yoke of the law on their students and advising them um, that it was heavy um, and required training to carry and to get used to. The yoke of the law. And there's also, right, there's also a human yoke, right? There's the yoke that you would put over your shoulders and carry two buckets with. And that is a yoke that could be being referenced here. And I don't want you to miss the amazing kindness of Jesus in what he's saying here, right? Can you see it? As he gets ready to talk about the yoke, can a yoke with two buckets on it, right? He's going to have it, your arms across the yoke, which would look like the beam that Jesus is going to carry on his way to be crucified for us. And so it's with this in mind 
that he says. He says, take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. And see, that's interesting too, because the Jewish rabbis would always say, the yoke of the law, the yoke. But Jesus personalizes it. And he says, it's my yoke. It's mine. And he knows, he knows what he's going to do. And so he visualizes taking the yoke of the cross, taking the law, carrying it, fulfilling it, and going and paying the price for us. So when he says, take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble at heart, and I will, you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So the yoke of the law, right? It's so heavy to bear. But because of what Jesus was going to do, what he knew was coming, he was going to be able to offer his yoke to us because he's going to fulfill the law. He is going to pay the price for us. He is going to carry all of that on his yoke. And he knows it when he's saying these words and he's telling us, he's telling the people who are around to come and to take his yoke upon them. And it isn't heavy. It isn't hard to bear. He says, it's easy and light. It's interesting um, that this is the verse that Chris asked me to speak about. Things have been really crazy over the past few years for all of us. And this verse, this invitation from Jesus to just come to him when you're heavy and when you're tired and when you're weary, it's been where I've been. It's really been my story. So in 2020, when everything was getting crazy, right, right before the pandemic hit, I was very stressed out. I was very just, I was undone by the schedule that I was keeping. The church was doing well and we were doing lots of events, but I felt so much pressure, so much pressure to make each event bigger and better and and better and better and better. And everything had to be bigger and better. And the pressure was, was awful. I was a mess. And then everything shut down. And so then I went into panic mode, right? It was like, well, who's going to, who's going to come to church if we can't meet? And, and what does this mean? And, and of course, all the uncertainty of a pandemic itself, we didn't know what to expect. And I was so panicked. I had so much anxiety. I was so stressed out. It was affecting me mentally, physically. I was a mess. I was trying to keep in touch with everybody from church, trying to um, do, what can I do? What can I do to make sure that the church 
is okay. And I remember I, I baked a bunch of cakes one time and like baked them in, in foil pans and, and I tr like, like 17 of them. And I dropped them off at volunteers' houses and I was just in a tizzy, just try, which was a nice thing to do. And if you didn't get a cake, please forgive me. I love you. I just, I made 17 of them. <laughs> so, anyway, I digress. I was a panicked, hot mess. And I felt the voice of Jesus say to me, hey, Terry, I just want you to stop. Just stop. Stop and let me be good to you. And, uh, and so I did. I just stopped. I believe that Jesus was more concerned with me personally than what I could do for him in all of my tizzy. Chris was so gracious and he took all the responsibilities that I had at the church and he took all of it and he did all of it and he was like, I just want you to be okay. I just want you to get better. And so I sat with Jesus and he was with me quietly while I was evaluating everything. I was embarrassed to be associated with the church at large. I was embarrassed at the way the church at large had responded to things in that time period the way they responded to COVID, the way they responded to social justice issues. I was second guessing everything. What do I believe? This faith that I've been handed and I've been so sure about, what do I believe? Is this even real? And Jesus sat with me in that. He sat with me as people left in our, as the way we responded to COVID and the way we responded to social justice issues. And when I questioned things and doctrines that I've believed my whole life, and he was with us as people left, people that I thought would be with me literally on my deathbed. <laughs> and everything, everything, I've been reevaluating everything. But I held on to Jesus because I, I know that he is kind and I know that he is good and that he wants me to love my neighbor and look out for orphans and widows. And he's so faithful to me. And so as I reevaluate, reevaluated everything, I've held on to him and there have been a lot of bad days and rough times but I've rediscovered my life I've rediscovered what it is to live in wonder of the ways of God and in wonder of the way he loves us all of us 
marriage is really good and my relationship with my family, my kids, it's all been really good. Jesus has been so faithful. Honestly, <laughs> this verse, the message translation is pretty cool and it really sums up what I have found Jesus to be in this season. Take a look at this. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? <laughs> Come to me, get away with me, and you will recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So if you're tired, if you're worn out, if you have so much uncertainty, if you're burned out on religion, Jesus says, come to me. He literally has helped me recover my life. And as he's with me, he's teaching me the unforced rhythms of grace. He loves all. He accepts As he shows me that, as he accepts me, he helps me because I'm walking with him and learning to stay in step with him. <laughs> so walk with Jesus. He's playing his hits <laughs> and you're gonna learn that unforced rhythm of grace. It's a beautiful thing. I'm still getting better at it, but he's so patient and he's so kind. And he's asking you to come to him too and to learn the unforced rhythms of grace. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us at Compass. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions about Compass or this message, contact us at our website, www.compassbn.com.